Jill Dermello, you wrote a freaking hey. book. <laughs> I know. It's so, it's still, it's been out for almost three weeks and I've been working on it for close to a year and it still is the craziest thing to me. Crazy. Did you always want to be a writer? Did you, what planted the seed and how did we get here? So as I started to like think about how I got here, I, there was parts of me as a kid that did want to be a writer. Um, I remember being in elementary school, writing books a lot, like the little ones you turn into your teacher. And I love that. And somewhere along the way, kind of lost it. And, you know, you find other interests. And then there was some time where I was trying to do a blog and was writing more consistently. Then that kind of petered away because that, that is a lot of work too. <laughs> and, you know, kids were coming and work and all the things. And then since having kids, obviously, and being 15 years in education, 10 years as a teacher, wow. and I just, I love children's books. Like they're my favorite. We have that. We are like book hoarders. They're all over our house. <laughs> nice. And last summer, the kids were getting to an age where we were having more conversations about scripture and what Jesus is teaching us. And I was struggling to find books that really took Bible verses and made them like real, like there's tons of fabulous authors out there that write mm -hmm. short stories and they're very generic. And I wanted to take like an actual piece of scripture and make it real, break it down for our kids. And mm -hmm. last summer, spring maybe, was kind of like, oh, I have this idea for fruit of the spirit, how mm -hmm. we could apply this to our life. So I kind of just took some notes in my phone, you know, and then life keeps going, all that passes. Mm -hmm. And one morning sat down to do my morning Bible study. And it was literally like the Lord was like, write the book. And I was like, no way. Oh, oh that, that, that's like new for me, you know, like 38 years in. And I felt yeah. like that was like one of the most clear things I had ever heard from the Lord. And it was write the book. And I was like, okay, <laughs> so I'm trying to be more intentional with it and breaking the verse down, you know, fruit of the spirit by fruit of the spirit. Mm -hmm. And then an author and advocate that I have followed for years on social media sent out a mass email saying, Hey, I have this book writing program where I will walk you through the whole process. Stop. Um, yeah. And I was like, Oh, hmm. Okay. So I emailed her and said, Hey, I would love to just ask you some questions about this. And she was like, Absolutely. We met for 15, 20 minutes one morning. And Kelly, I'm not kidding when I say, like, I got off the call and was just like, like giddy. Like, I'm like, this is it. This is it. Right. And like, we talked about how much it costs. Cause obviously she's giving her time. This is a coaching. This is a project. Right. You know, we, she, we spent a lot of time together. We still text every single week and, oh um, called my husband afterwards. And I'm like, I can't stop smiling about this. Like, I feel like the Lord is telling me, but we need to pray because this is a financial commitment. This is a project This, you know, like this is going to take time. Right. So, you know, days go by, um, my husband and I were able to go out on a date and be able to have adult conversation with no little people. Mm. And so I said, okay, like, what are your thoughts? And he was just like, man, if it helps one family, one person grow closer to the Lord then I'm in like, that is we never so get our cool. money back. I don't care. And at first it seems yeah. like it can be just surface, like you're counting literally like the type of fruit you're talking about on each page. Right. And then when it, the like application of it, you're just like, oh, I just love how you broke it down. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And I think that was really like what made it 
you know, and obviously as I was going through the writing process, would sit with my son and like read it. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I play soccer. And I was like, yeah, you do. And we, we go every week, right? And I tell you, even if you don't want to go, that we're going to go and be faithful. Yeah. And so for us, it's really been about like, yes, those things happen at Sunday school and at church. And our kids go to a private Christian school for preschool. So they're hearing it more there. But like, that's just such a small part of their day. And they spend, obviously, the majority of their lives with us. And right. so finding ways to make it real for them, to put it into practice and to show them how they are growing in the Lord too, just like I do. They see me right. reading the Bible or asking for forgiveness or trying to practice those things. And so giving them the language and letting them see how it can happen in real life has, is just huge and instrumental. I love how you said that more is caught than taught and how you have to walk that road as well. And so you're just speaking to that right now perfectly so well of like, they see you, they're wanting to model what you're doing and how right. important it is to, to walk the road, you know, of what we're trying to teach our children. Yeah. And I, you know, and it's not easy, like, mm -hmm. <laughs> but if I want my kids to do these things, if I want them to ask for forgiveness after a strong emotion happened or something, or, to be patient, then I have to be patient. And what I, over the, you know, really through going through walking through the book too, is like, I can't just do the things I have to use the language and label it. So like, you know, I'll even say stuff like mommy is trying to be patient right now. <laughs> I like how you brought that. each fruit in of the spirit. And then you involved it in life application of what we're the season I'm in the season. So many parents are in of, like you said, soccer practice, like, so yeah. what's been the biggest misconception about self-publishing, like the whole process? Um, I think it's funny because I feel like you lessen it in your mind maybe, or like when you're promoting it to be like, oh, well, it's self-published and mm -hmm. working with my coach through that program, she was like, people, people don't need to know that. Like no one pays attention. So like, yeah, I was kind of like, what's the book? difference? Like. I mean, can anyone just do this? Could I just like put oh, a book together yeah. tomorrow and it's like self-published yeah. and really? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So I think that's what's so amazing is like, I think we lived in a world and obviously to have a big, huge book, New York Times bestseller, you know, front shelf at Barnes and Noble in Target on a shelf, obviously you do need to be published and use an agency for that kind of thing. And that takes a lot, a lot of work. Is that only because they that. have like a bigger following and like a marketing department and yeah, that kind of stuff? Okay. And all of that stuff, right. But if you wanted to self-publish, so I wrote on my book just on a Google doc and then used a program to like format it all. We did hire an illustrator and worked with her to like describe what a scene looked like. And I mean, it came down to like, Hey, can you change the color of the shirt? So I still got to be super involved in that. Can you eliminate the fruit here and put a piece of fruit here? So I still got to be super involved in those illustrations. And then Amazon actually offers an amazing website that allows you to self-publish. So they wow. will assign you an ISBN number. You get a set pricing and royalties. And I ordered proofs to make sure everything, once it was like printed and cut, did it like look the right way? Like that I envisioned, did I want yeah. to change the size, all of that stuff. So, um, you know, and then you get to just put it out there when you want to put it out there. And 
again, it gives me a lot of control over it, where mm -hmm. if I was going through a company, things could have been different. Right. Uh, obviously, we want to get it out to the masses. But I mean, Amazon has that capability, obviously. Right. Um, and like social media now, like you don't need for someone to say like, yes, we'll do it or no, you just did it. Like, right. yeah. you don't have to wait for it to be selected. It's big and scary at the same time to just be like, it's like, I'm in control of this, right? Like, so yeah. like conversations, getting it out there because ultimately like really our goal as a family and for me as the author of this book is to just get it into the hands that the Lord has said, like this family needs this book. Right. You know, and um, I've only checked my numbers one time. Really? Like, yeah, I'm not going to do that again. Right. Like, right. um, even like my rankings, you know, cause Amazon ranks everything. Right. Um, how many books I've sold. I've looked at it, you know, number of books I've sold. I've looked at one time and my rankings, I watched the first couple of days and I was just like, you know what? Like this just isn't important. And that's not what this is about. Like, wow. I just want it out there. And if it opens more doors to more opportunities to write more books, I think that'd be amazing. But I also know I can do it. Yeah. Which is cool. And you're doing what you set out to do. Like you are helping families. I mean, you're helping my family. So I can speak to that. And I know that you're helping other families. So you're just doing what you set out to do. I know that it's only going to go further because we're just going to promote it and <laughs> celebrate oh, you. This is you. so neat. You're just so inspiring to so many people, not just that in the faith aspect of like trying to be so intentional with teaching your kids about the Lord and how to just be good contributing members to society and love others and through all the fruits of the spirit. And if, even if you're not a believer, I think that it's so good because it teaches peace, love, gentleness, kindness. Like those are all things we're all teaching our children about. And right. I just love it. It's right. Whether you're a believer or not, you want, you want your kids, you know, to be loving and kind mm -hmm. and have patience. And I would never want anyone to ever think that we are like this perfect little family. Like mm -hmm. we're not we, you know, being four is hard and being two is hard and being parents to a four-year-old and two-year-old, you know, it has those moments where, you know, mama needs a break, right, right. <laughs> you know, but if we can be intentional, you know, ultimately our goal is not necessarily even that their behavior changes right now, but like in the future, are they, are they contributing back to society? Are they loving others? Are they sharing the name of Jesus? That's ultimately what we want. Right. I think it's so neat that you're doing this. It's going to open so many doors, truly. Because I know there's someone out there that wants to do something in a similar capacity that will reach out just to be able to write a book on your own. That's so cool. <laughs> Can't get over that. Yeah, and, it's, and it is super fun. And I mean, it is a process and, it, and it's work and you want to get it out there and you want it to be successful. And, you know, I, I work at night after the kids go mm -hmm. down so I can, you know, put out good content and share more of our life and the book at the same time. Mm. Um, you know, but it, I, it was definitely a super fun process to go through that. And then at the end to be like, Oh my gosh, I, I wrote a book and it's in my hands. And then to like, put it out there and have other people be like, I have your book. And I'm like, no way. Like, <laughs> so crazy. Right. Yeah. Has there been though, some type of like suffering involved? And I ask that only because sometimes when God places these like really big God, like dreams on our heart, it is a process. Sometimes on social media, we see the end result. Like God placed right. this dream on my heart to write a book and like, bing. Or for me, it was like a podcast. And 
I mean, I'm sure I could write a book about everything it's entailed and the ups and the downs and the like. I'm said no a million other ways. And the Lord just like kept opening doors that you couldn't reject really. And I had to walk through, but do you think that there for you, has there been like some suffering through the journey that you can just speak to? Like, I think part of it is, you know, I work from home full time. And so that means a lot of meetings, you know, virtual life, emails, all of that stuff. And to then be present even more so on social media to like get the book out there to get our story out there means more time on our phone. So I've had to really be like intentional of how I use my time. So sometimes that means, you know, working after hours when the kids go to sleep, it means intentionally leaving my phone on the kitchen counter and just focusing with them to play. It also means, you know, having a schedule and kind of sticking to it, like in terms of like, Oh, I need to create this content and let me sneak away, but also being real about it. Like we share stories, we share our lives. And so right. sometimes that means in the moment, you know, and like, so sometimes it's hard. Cause I'm like, my kids see me on my phone a lot or on the computer a lot. Right. And so I really try to just like be intentional. Like I'm working right now and I'll be with you in two seconds or you're right. I don't need to do this right now. Let's go play or let's go do this and let's go read a book or go outside or go for a walk. So for me, that's honestly one of the, the hard parts is like, mm-hmm. You want to get out there because you want your, your product out there, your book out there, your story out there, right? Finding, you know, those blocks of time to work so that you can be present where you want to be present. So th- for me, that's been honestly the struggle. Thank you for sharing. That's so true. I think for myself, I can speak to that, but everyone who has a dream or a platform of some kind and is trying to like, you know, even if it's a side hustle, like you mm-hmm. are connected so much more. And I think there is that struggle with young children. They are seeing you and they don't know what you're doing. If you're just mindlessly scrolling to zone out from them crying or they see it as you're just choosing that over them. And I think it is a challenge. Yeah. And it it wasn't even with my kids. It's like with my husband too. He's like, are you working, working, or are you working like the side hustle, you know? And so I don't want that to impact my marriage or my family life negatively in any way, you know? And so we just like communicate like, Hey, I need to get this done right now. And that has really helped, you know, just making sure we communicate about what we're doing. I'm not just mindlessly scrolling, right? connecting, or I'm having conversations so that, you know, we can build these businesses and stuff like that. Right. What do you think is the best advice you would give to someone wanting to do the same thing that you're doing? Like we're creating a book, putting it out there, like someone starting out where you were, you got the calling placed on your heart. Now what? I would just say, take a minute and pray about it. Like, do you, is this a me thing or is this a God thing? Mm. And that was like my concern. Is this a, you know, Jill wants to do this or is this the Lord is telling me to do this and I need to follow and in obedience. And so I prayed about it long before I even told my husband about it. Um, He and I talked about it and prayed about it before I even gave my answer that, yes, I was going to commit to this program. And I also asked friends to pray for me and I didn't give them anything specific. And I said, you know, that there's just this decision I have to make. And it's kind of, for me, it's big and scary because it's out of my comfort zone. Obviously it's something I've never done before. So I just need you to pray with me that I will be wise in this. And I think that's always a big part of it. Mm -hmm. 
And if through prayer, you have that, you know, it, it's still persistent. It's still there. You're feeling like that the Lord is calling you and you may not hear that clearly of write the book or do the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes we will. And sometimes we won't. And it's just a matter of trusting that we've been obedient and that it aligns with what has been taught in scripture. Does it align with our core values? And then I think if all of that is there, then, then you say yes. And it can be big and scary. And I think the other part is to maybe, I think for me, like the book program helped me be accountable Mm. that I was obedient in writing the book, but maybe I would have never done anything with it. And so when I was presented the opportunity to do the program with me and a carpenter, it it made me accountable so that it was actually going to happen. And so I think sometimes we have to find someone that can help hold us accountable, knowing that it may not happen tomorrow, right? Like it didn't just, oh, I said yes and blink, here's my book. Right. That there's going to be a process and that at the end, which could take weeks, months, maybe years, I don't know Mm -hmm. what God is calling you to do or whatever your dream is, right? Like things don't get built overnight that um, finding someone that's going to hold you accountable and pray with you and encourage you when it gets hard is is what's going to get the end result. Right. Well, that's so good. Well, what about, what would you tell your younger self? Like young little Jill who likes to create books for her teachers and in class, what would you say to her just about where you're at Uh, now today? Yeah, I, I don't know. Cause I don't think like, I feel like all of my decisions and the twists and the turns and going to, you know, college and all of those things and getting married, like all of those decisions led to this moment which I super appreciate. I think back then it would have just been more like, just keep following Jesus. Like, okay. Yeah, no, that's it. That, sales, yeah. Follow Jesus. When everything yeah. right and left, just follow Jesus. And I think, you know, then it, it gets you where you're supposed to be. It's not necessarily a specific, like, Hey, don't worry about it. I mean, yes, that little girl back then needs to <laughs> like stop being so anxious and the world isn't as black and white as I wanted it to be. But I think back then it could have just been like someone just said, like, follow Jesus and you'll be okay. Like, right. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I'm like, where was that? I, I don't know about you. I didn't grow up with my faith. So I'm like, where was that back when I was yeah. going through elementary and junior high and high school and all the things well, and, and you're just... And- we did church and I knew Awana and Bible verses and all those things in elementary and junior high and high school, you know, and then you turn, get hit in your twenties and life, you know, suddenly you have to be a grown up, and it's a little trickier. And I honestly, that's when I got pulled back into my faith yeah, uh, and started to grow more, like be more consistent and really find the true value in it. So even if we start out as young believers in a Christian home, like we never know the road we're going to walk. We still have to make those decisions to keep walking in those beliefs every single day, but to come to a believer as, you know, older in age as either, you know, teenage years or in our twenties or thirties is obviously like an amazing thing. But, you know, I think all along the way, it's always just going to, that's always what it's going to come back down to. Right. That's true. You just got to follow Jesus. <laughs> and I think sometimes I think if had I had my faith when I was younger, somehow life would be easier, but it's never easier just because you're a believer by any uh, means. Right. You have the exactly. compass, like that North Star, but you, it doesn't mean like life gets any right. easier. If anything, <laughs> sometimes the calling makes things a little harder. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. 
So where can listeners find you or find more information if they want to purchase the book? Is it only Amazon we're sending guests to? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So since that's where we publish through. That is where it's available. So it's okay. on Amazon. Count the fruit, count the fruit book. You can search me on Amazon, search me on Instagram. Instagram is where I share more you know, ideas or little inspirational things of like, Hey, this happened in our life. And how does this impact you? And how can you learn from this? So Instagram, Amazon, but if you want to buy the book, it's, it's on Amazon. Sweet. Thank you so much for sharing. I want to just respect your time. I know that you're a teacher too. So I'll yeah. let you get back to life and stuff, but thank you so much just for popping on and yeah. chatting with me. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. I just wanted a little something to put the face behind the author. I appreciate that so much. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye.